0: This is my beloved son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. On my uh, summer vacation, I love to uh, climb the 14ers in Colorado. The 14ers are 14,000, 14,000 4, 14, feet high mountains, and they're an awesome uh, thing to climb. It takes a lot of work. You got to get up. Do you do them as a day get up, it's about 12 hours of hiking, about 7 hours up, and about uh, 5 hours down. You've got to leave first thing in the morning. But here's the trick. you got to get off the mountain peak before noon, because uh, the uh, afternoon storms come in, and well, let's say you just don't want to be at the top of that mountain and the lightning come right? That's the main thing. I, I always think of those mountains when I think of uh, today's reading, the Transfiguration, um, because it's such a Powerful mountaintop experiences. It's always, or at least for me, a sacred experience in those climbs. I'd like to make a, a metaphor, a parallel between what happens on the mountain of climbing of 14 and what happens on the mountain of transfiguration for the disciples and hopefully for us. There are three components to climbing a 14er. And there not necessarily as obvious, but one or two are obvious. The first is the, the mountain climb, the ascent, uh, And that's, you know, the hard work of climbing that mountain it, it is maybe self-evident, but when you get past, past about 11,000 uh, feet, the air gets really thin. And once you get past 12,000, it gets so thin, you can only take about 40 paces before you're completely out of breath, and you can't move any further, so you have to move very slowly. But the arduous work of climbing the mountain is stage one. The second stage, or the second part, is is when you're on the top of the mountain, it's breathtaking you. I mean, there is nothing above you anymore. Everything is below you. You feel like you're the king of the mountain, and you've just climbed it, it. Most often, you're the only one up there, because no one else is as crazy as you to do that. And it's just generally what happens. It's just spectacular. But it's breathtaking, absolutely breathtaking. No matter which one of them you go to, they're all equally. So it's taking in the grace of that moment is the second part. And then the third part is is the most underrated part, is the descent. Because it takes as much effort to go down as it does to go up. Um, And sometimes harder on the joints and the knees. So when you're at the peak, you always have to remember you're only halfway there. Only halfway there, and that the climb down is just equally important. Now, here's a parallel I'm trying to make. So, the, the, that climb, the ascent, is the is the hard work of, of prayer in our lives. Now, it might be self-evident, but it, it actually gets harder the deeper you go in your prayer life. You see, you can have a ordinary prayer if you would. So. Saying our prayers, but the really verified air at the top of a fourteener is the rarefied air of a deeper prayer, where we become silent and where we just learn to listen to God. And you see, in that place, there is a—it's hard work because you got to put aside all the the worries and all the activities of the day, and even reappropriate your priorities to make. Prayer, your priority, and that takes hard work. You just need to acknowledge that that is work and it, but it's worth it because when you get to that moment, is the second part, and in that moment of prayer, it's transformed. There is just something powerful, and there's nothing quite you know, taking it. it's breathtaking because when you're in silence and you're with the Lord, and the Lord says something to you, and you hear his voice in your heart. And you get it. And it is, you know, like Peter, James, and John, you say, I want to stay here. But you see, you can't. Because you're only halfway there. See, the part is experiencing it, But you see, in prayer, you're doing with what you've heard is the hard work as well of the descent. Of putting into practice what we now have heard the Lord say. And that becomes the third part, and the hardest part of all, I think, and most underrated, because it's equally as hard as he has said, because you now have to put into action what the Lord has asked. Now the question is, what does this mountain-top experience look like? Well, So we can go to, we can have these happy moments of prayer which are profound, and, and they're, they're um, uh, in so many ways, mountaintop experience of, of beauty and and, and uh, love. And it's just, you can sit in it and you can get it. But most often, the hard work of the mountains, where we're taking the, the small traumas of our day and we're bringing it to prayer. That's what makes the hard work of prayer. When somebody says, I'm not talking about big traumas, although we can take those too, of course. But the smaller thing, when somebody says something uh, unkind, or says something, or does something, really me. And we are we are ticked off, and we bring that to our prayer. And the Lord brings us into that moment, and with the quiet of our heart says, yes, and then explains to us where this sort of person is at their moment, and then calls us to forget. And in that moment there is a peace, and there's a beauty in that moment. And then comes the hard work. We have to listen to what Christ has asked us to do and then do it when we leave the mountain of our prayer and that becomes the hard work. you see and, and even in today's reading that, that second part of this gospel which is super important most often glossed over They, when they experience this beautiful moment uh, they became afraid when Jesus goes over and touches them and says rise do not be afraid See, Jesus says that to every single one of us, is that He calls us to rise and to not be afraid, to implement and to do what He has asked us to do, because that's what we're called to. Listen to Him. Now, the truth be told, is that same experience that i have talked about at that moment is what we do when we come to literature. You know, it's the hard work of coming, and you know, you with families know what it was like getting your kids out this morning and out of. Cooperative they were, and let, let's say you know that it was hard work to get it, right? And then some of us didn't want to come. I get it, but you're here. And now we're going to have this wonderful moment of mountaintop experience, but understand we're only halfway here. Because if we don't take what we have celebrated here and bring it into action in our life, then it doesn't really happen. See, we're only halfway when we actually finish the losing. Because what we do outside here, and we bring what our experience from here, listening to Him, and doing and not being afraid to do what the Lord has asked us to do in our lives, whether that be inside our own hearts, allow healing, allowing the Lord to heal us, or whether it that we come and give words of healing to somebody else. That we are called to bring what we have celebrated here into action, to become what we have received right here this morning. So, my friends, as we uh, we come to the Eucharist at this this high point of, of our moment together at uh, the moment of it, we come into a, a moment of transfiguration, a uh, transformation. This is what uh, this word was originally translated as metamorphosis, and that's what's called meant to happen in our own lives, in our own hearts. But we have to allow the Lord to do that with His grace. It is to cooperate with this transformation, this transfiguration, this metamorphosis. And so, my friends, as we come to this table today, as we receive Christ, let us allow the Lord to transform us, to metamorphose us into an even deeper, deeper disciple than before. Let us make sure that we come, we listen to him. And then we rise and we are not afraid to become his disciples.